This episode of Blitzed is brought to you by Rip Curl and the Searching for Tom Curran 25th Anniversary Screenings, which will be happening right throughout March in Australia and New Zealand. Man, oh man, the idea of getting to watch Searching for Tom Curran on the big screen with a live musical performance by TC and a Q&A afterwards with the editor of Tracks and star of Make or Break, Luke Babaganoush Kennedy. Oh, f- f- the froth glands are pretty much at full lactation. It is a puddle of froth right now. Here are some dates for you. March 11 at the Astor Theatre in Melbourne. March 16 at the Avondale in Auckland. March 21 at the Orpheum, the Grand Old Orpheum in Sydney. And uh, the Hoda on the Gold Coast, March 23. And Warren Ponds, uh, the Reading Cinema there on March 31. There will be musical performances by TC, as mentioned. Uh, the screening of the film, which has been lovingly remastered by Sonny Miller's friend and collaborator, Derek Hoffman. And as I said, the Q&A with Tom Curran. He will be at these screenings. Oh no, this is, this is one you just can't miss. So uh, check those dates at ripcurl.com and get along to a show once in a lifetime chance to cop this on the big screen. The surfing is timeless. Tom Curran is timeless. Epic, epic stuff. Competition surfing. Rashes. Nerdism. Welcome to Blitzed, pure tour nerdism, and today we're going to have a chat with the Lennox head beast man, Mikey McDonough, who has just tabled back-to-back wins on the Australian Regional Qualifying Series on the reg, which is a massive achievement, not only because winning QEs is fucking extremely hard in this day and age, but also because this year's on the reg Q is arguably the gnarliest tour of any region on the planet right now. If you haven't caught these events that have been running around the country over the past three months, mate, fuck, you are missing insane next-gen surfing action. It's crazy because a lot of the events that make up the Aussie regional tour have been around for a really long time. But due to the way the new three-tiered system works, the points and prestige on offer at these events has really gone to another level. And it's just pushed performance through the fucking roof, man. Like, there was a heat between Joel Vaughan and Dakota Walters at the Maruba event the other day in this sort of cross-shore, three-to-four-foot windblown rights. And the fucking lunatics were doing inverted twisty McTwizzle poos all over the joint. Fuck, it was just a heat for the ages. It was as good as any air show you'd see in Brazil, fucking Japan, or anywhere. And uh, it was a harbinger, man. It was a harbinger of greatness to come for Australian surfing. A lot of these events are held in New South Wales, including comps at Tweed Coast, Port Stephens, Maroubra, Avoca, Surfest in Newcastle. There's a couple more. Uh, But there's also, you know, events in Queensland, and a couple in Victoria, including a 1,000 that was head in, held in Urban Surf Wave Pool. And then there's carryover events from Indo last year. And fuck, man, like, this is such a robust 
pathway for the Groms and the future stars to cut their teeth on. And I think that massive props really have to go out to Surfing New South Wales, Surfing Vic, Surfing Queensland, Surfing Australia and the Woz for the strength of this circuit. Because uh, if you don't look outside of Australia, you dead set think the fucking three-tiered system was humming along fucking beautifully. But, however, and there is a but, speculation is running riot out there that the Challenger series is in all kinds of deep shit. Last year we saw the Changers expand from four events in 2021 to a seven-event tour. It was meant to be eight, but you may recall... Possigal, France, the Challenger Series got canned. So that uh, made it a seven-stop tour. And Stab recently reported, I think it was Stab, fuck, I can't remember, I couldn't find the article online, but that Halle Eva might be canned as well. So we might be looking at a Changers that's only possibly five stops at most. Hmm. I actually got in contact with the Woz. They told me they'd be releasing the schedule in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. But unfortunately... As well as the Changers struggling, some of the other regional tours are struggling as well. I think South Africa in particular has uh, almost been reduced to maybe even just one event. I'm not 100% sure on that. I'll have to double check. But it's not all sunshine, lollipops and rainbows out there in Kiwi land. The grind is real. It still exists. Believe me. On a more positive note though, I think a smaller Changers in a more condensed time frame, a smaller window, is actually healthier and more exciting for surfing. I mean, if you think back to that four comp run through Europe and culminating in Hawaii in 21, it was fucking mesmerizing shit. You couldn't turn away from it. And it was comp after comp after comp. And it built momentum. And we stayed engaged. And we cared. We cared deeply about everyone who was on it. And it galvanized everyone as they traveled together and they formed their teams and next thing you knew, Australian surfing was reborn and the whole Changers had gone to another place. So, oh, I don't know if it had it last year. I don't think I felt the same way about last year's Changers at all. I mean, there were highlights. There were certainly highlights, don't get me wrong. But condensed, short period of time, fuck, that's the way I like it. Because that 21 Changers, it was a much better thing as an actual tour with a start date and an end date and you get it done and you get your qualifiers, and then it's all eyes on those WSL finals, or whatever. But all that aside, fuck, man, the Aussie on the reg Q series has been awesome, and you have got to tune in to the Newcastle Surfest coming up on March 20. Fuck, it is going to be huge. It's QS 5000. The ratings can chop and change radically, and there are so many good surfers on this tour at the moment. It is going to be a thrilling finish to what has been a fantastic series. Big props to everyone involved for giving the young Aussie talent and the Kiwi talent and the Indo talent pathways to get it done and represent on the Chang. Righto, let's have a chat to Mikey. Good fella. Mikey McDonough, Lennox Head's finest. Welcome to Ain't That Swell, brother. Welcome to Blitzed and uh, congrats on two wins from your past three starts. I thought it was back-to-back, but Solly Bailey got in there and took a 1,000 in, in between your wins. <laughs> yeah, Solly got in there. I was bloody... A couple of days after Boomerang, I was cooked. So, um, yeah, had a little dip a little dip in the form, but um, no, it felt good to put a few heads together down Maroubra. 
Yeah, mate. Well, uh, look, fuck, two wins. Uh, Q wins it must be pretty satisfying. Like, uh, f- this, this tour, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems to be on a whole different level even compared to last year. Yeah, I mean, um, it definitely is. Like, the level of surfing in our region is, like, ridiculous. I mean, it's not taking away anything from other regions. I just think that um, the, the playing pool for us is just so so much broader. Um, and, you know, obviously it's just up-and-coming groms and, and you still got the old vets that, you know, are still in the, uh, on the, trying to chase the Kiwi. But, um, I mean, it's been it's been pretty hard for us guys on the challenger because you know they keep they keep sort of kicked off the season pretty well straight after it finished last year and there was two five thousands and a three thousand in um two five thousands in indo and then a three thousand in taiwan which was like virtually impossible for us to to get there mm. so um we're sort of forced to play catch up at the moment, but um. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, last yeah. year's Challenger series was so long. Uh, there was a lot of events, and yeah, to, to basically come away from uh, you know uh, that experience, no downtime, straight into a couple of five thousands in Indo, which obviously carry over into the qualification points for this year. But just noting performance as its own thing for a sec, like there's definitely something that's shifted in the way that I guess. Everyone who's on this uh, this regional queue seems to me like they know exactly where they want to be now. Whereas, like all these events that have been around for a long time, you kind of yeah. go in them, and and they might have been kind of meaningless at the end of the year without that three tier system because they were just you know the points weren't very big. But yeah. now you, you get a few of these wins under your belt, and you you make those uh, smaller sort of events count, and they can really like go a long way to helping you qualify for the Chang in the end. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, for sure. At, at these, I didn't really realize, but like, but, you know, these one thousand is actually super helpful for me. I mean, I've I've got to win. You know, really, you've got to sort of win the ones for for them to be any good to count towards your total. But um, yeah, they're definitely cru- crucial for guys like us who who uh, were on the Changers last year, and we only get this little stint of um events to try and get back there. But um, yeah, I mean. Uh, yeah, the the level of surfing in our region is is crazy. Yeah, it's and pretty well. Up. I think I think the top thirty, probably the top thirty guys in our region could easily all deserve a spot in the challenger. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point, man. That's a real good point. Talk about your four men. I mean, uh, we saw you at the Tweed Coast Pro kind of have a big old brain meld out there against Kehu. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want to bring it up. What uh, a melt. Yeah, no, a but, you know, brain melt. holding priority, 10 seconds to go, give him a wave. But, you know, uh, it seems like since then you've just sort of put your hard hat on and your high vis and just gone <laughs> to work. Um, you know, you said uh, in one of the post-lead interviews up there and Rabbit really pounced on it. He was like, I think you said, you know, you're twice the surfer that you were, you know, having come off that Challenger series mentally and competitively. Like, yeah, is that sort of like help you just get over those sort of disappointing close losses or, <laughs> or strategy mistakes just a lot easier? Uh, yeah, gosh, I was a brain melt up there. Um, <laughs> no, I think, yeah, you know, I think all of it's for me, like um, last year was just, when, you know, I was losing early, I was, you know, traveling with guys like Jacob Wilcox and Liam O'Brien and those guys are just, you know, masters at the trade and, and um, I definitely just, you know, watch closely how those guys operate and, um, and um, which was massive for me and, and, 
yeah, well, that was, you know, good to take into this year. But uh, I think I just, I think I just had to change a few things like mentally and not so much just outside of surfing that um, I think really helped us, you know, uh, just that there was more to, you know, life than the QS and making the tour, I think um, really helped like, yeah, just a few things mentally and um, in a way just trying to relax a little more and not care so much. I think the last few years have just, you know, I've worked so hard and then I feel like I just put so much pressure on myself where this year um, sort of instantly we're all coming from behind anyway. So I just tried to, yeah, take a step back and still put in the hard work, but I think just um, just really trying to enjoy my surfing a bit more and just enjoy the heats and then, you know, enjoy my time out in the water and in the, in the rushy. I think, uh, I think I've maybe for a while there, I just, uh, yeah, I could say that maybe I just wasn't enjoying it. You know, in my heats, I feel like I'd be out there and I just feel tense and tight and just and almost safety. And where uh, now I really feel like I'm probably doing my best, some of my best surfing in the jersey. Mm. So I think that's just been, um, yeah, a bit of a shift for me and. Um, and yeah, I'm yeah, I'm riding on a little bit of confidence at the moment, which is good. And and yeah, like I said, I'm just really, I think I'm. This is the most I've enjoyed my competitive surfing in a few years. Man, you're kind of almost describing the evolution of Lennox Head, uh, the surf culture <laughs> in the town. You know, like I remember when I was growing, uh, surfing out the point could be fuck, really tense, really sort of stressful, <laughs> uh, quite aggressive, and. Yep. and in more recent years, you know, I've, I've, I've been a part of this town now for, uh, all, you know, a year and a half, I suppose. And um, although I, I was coming up here and visiting when I was a Grom, you know, with Jake yeah. Baker and all that crew. But, yeah. you know, there's yeah. a definite shift in, in the, I don't know, just the, the feel, like the, the personality of this place. Um, yeah, you're, sure. you're involved with a lot of that. You know, there's a lot of um, mental health groups, uh, the Bodie yeah. Boys and whatnot. Uh, there's... You know the ball and all podcast. There's just so yeah. much community effort to look after mental health and to to yeah. really get the most out of life. Like, how's that played into your approach over the last sort of you know couple of years? Um, yeah, you know it's played into it a lot. Like I feel, um, like I said, you know I feel like maybe it's maybe um, the mental side of my sort of career wasn't right and. Uh, like I said, like I said, I had to get that right for me to to be at my best. And you know, like like you know, wanting the town, um, I think really, you know, rides on uh, backing each other, like the Bodie Boys and the Healthy Minds. And now yeah. you know, Condo and Woods and and um, Barnsley have got you know, born on. It's just you, that's just gone from leaps and bounds. And um, I think you know, it's just really brought you know, tight tight knit community together and. Um, yeah, I definitely feel backed and supported and, and loved. And, mate, it's sort of – you guys have a huge push coming out of Lennox at the moment, like uh, yourself, uh, Jai Glindo, obviously, in, in a different sort of field, but, you know, obviously uh, a, a fuck, heading in, into the realm of a, being a big star and then Nixie Ryan and uh, Ocean Curtis. And there's just so many good surfers and so much belief and happiness coming out of this place. And uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Like when you've got that, you can succeed with, like you say, you know, without that stress, without feeling like you got to prove yourself uh, every single time you pull a rashi on, and kind of uh, yeah. enjoy the moment a bit more. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I think you know, uh, James Woody has just been such a help, and just like I said, like just trying to 
um, show me that there's, you know, more to life and then like, well, not more to life, but just to enjoy myself and, um, you know, no matter win, lose or draw, you know, I'm, um, people aren't going to think different of me. <laughs> ah, so that's it, exactly. I think that's man. been a um, massive, massive uh, thing for me too this year, you know. Uh, I feel like in previous years, it's just a lot of it, like, has almost just been, you know, if I lose, like, you know, just mattering what people think of me and, and, uh, and yeah, so I think I've just, um, we have matured a lot in that sort of area and, mm. and, and yeah, yeah, grown well, up a little. I think if, you know, the, I guess, uh, what makes Woody a great coach is one, when you've done like, you know, 34 years on the queue, you, you know how yeah. to lose with a bit of dignity. <laughs> Yeah, no. Really <laughs> no, deep respect to deep respect to Woody though. I mean, two time, two time world champ, mate. You, fuck, yeah, exactly. You, you got to take always, your hat off. He'll always have that reign over me. Yeah, that's classic. <laughs> two time, uh, yeah, I say world champ. So, yeah. Woody, uh, yeah, he he's a huge part of this community. Um, but you know, the, you look back through the list: Stewie Kennedy, Adam Melling, um, yeah. Glenn Curtis. You got yeah. far out there, Craig Holly. Sean Munro, there's so many legends who come from this joint. Um, yeah, like, what's it feel like for you to to be a part of that legacy and the next push coming through? Um, yeah, you know, obviously, like, looking up to those guys since I was young, Grom, so um, that was definitely part of, you know, being, me um, <clears throat> aspiring to be, yeah, like those guys and, you know, crack the CT and... Uh, yeah, you know, I've grown up watching those guys surf the points. You know, watching Mello at the points still, he's still probably my favourite guy to watch out there. So, um, yeah, you know, those guys have been massive for me growing up. What's your ambition for, for this year now? I mean, clearly qualifying for the Challenger Series is the number one goal, but yeah. what would you take into the, into this run onto the Changers that you didn't have last year that's going to sort of help you on your way? I mean, yeah, you know, hopefully all goes well and good and I, I get the job done and, and get back on and uh you know if it, if it does happen then I think um I think like I said Vaughnie earlier just probably not um thinking it's the be all be all end all like I think heading into snapper mainly last year I just thought I did a real I had a really good block before snapper and um I was surfing probably the best I've, I've ever felt and heading into that event I you know I was like oh I'd put so much time in out there and I think like I just it, the pressure just cr- it cracked and got to me like I um yeah I just felt like I was gonna go out and win like I just just constantly thinking about like just going out and win the comp and um you know this year if, if it all goes well I'd just like to go in just um in the same mindset as I as I am now just relaxed and um really enjoy my surfing and just uh embrace the opportunity to surf snapper with a couple other guys out but um, yeah, you know, like I said, I've, I've got to get that done first, and um, yeah, yeah, little bit of work to do still, mate. Um, Definitely. Oh, far out. I've got to just ask you, like that heat the other day with Dakota and uh, Jolie Vaughan in Maroubra, like, fuck, dude. Have you seen anything like that in a regional no. queue ever, or no. any comp for that matter? I think it was the best. Uh, oh, it was the best heat I've watched. Um, from the beach, I think maybe like, gosh, I'm. The saying ever is a big call because I've been at CTs and, you know, I've watched a lot of heats mm. in my life. But for a regional QS event, like, I don't think you're seeing that anywhere. You might set like, Dakota's make, like, the both of them, Dakota and Jolly's make rate at those airs is ridiculous. Mm. 
And like you could just you knew the wind started puffing, you knew instantly it was going to be a showdown. But then once Dakota made one and Joel made one, they were just going. They were literally going back and forth. Fuck. So even the even the flip that Dakota did, like it didn't. He he's it didn't even like it. You couldn't see him when he like went into the white water, but he's nuts. Like he he, he always somehow pops out. Like his make rate is ridiculous. His oh. Body mechanics, something, something with his body mechanics. It's just like, yeah. He's the bendy stretchy <laughs> man, mate. He's the whiplash thing. Oh. He's the little plasticine Gumby boy. <laughs> he's yeah. so he's Jesus. so fucking nimble and flexible and just all over the shop. It's it's amazing to watch. Yeah. It was it was really good surfing to watch. I mean, you know, it would have been um, it would have been really tough to beat him out there. It would have uh, would have been really tough. So, you know, but um, yeah, hope hope his ankle's all good and codes can come back for these last two events and we're in a good fight. For sure, man. And um, look, mate, look, uh, there's, you know, not too many events to go. Uh, Surfest yeah. is just on the horizon. We really wish you all the best for that. But, Cheers, I mean, do, do you think, uh, w- what's the been the formula for you to, to get these wins and, and get from, uh, you know, placing into the finals to actually lifting those trophies? I think uh, for me was, you know, one thing I learned from last year was just that uh, I don't have to be perfect every heat. And um, I think that really maybe held me back a little bit last year. It was just, I felt like I had to be perfect and post 17-point heat totals where, um, you know, I just had to grind out a six, you know, six and a five, just the grindiest heat ever. So I think for me this year, it's it's just been like about getting on the board early and um, I feel like, you know, the judges are loving my surfing and I feel like, yeah, if I can just give myself more chances and ride waves and, um, and yeah, I just feel like if I can get in front early, then you know, it's uh, it sets, sets, it's been setting my heats up for sure. Unreal. Even man, though well. I, I've been coming from behind, like I came from behind a boomerang so many times, but I just felt, you know, like I said, I'm just enjoying my surfing, and I feel like at the moment, like, you know, I'm just believing in myself a little bit more. Mate, for sure. Continue to not be perfect. None of us are. And it's working for you. <laughs> but uh, best of luck at Surfest, mate. March 20, that thing kicks off. We'll all be watching and uh, cheering you on as we will a lot of the, uh, you know, the queue, uh, the queue grinders. And um, fuck, yeah. mate, just so frothing, so frothing for this generation and the pathway that they've got to uh, reach that chain. Because this, this series, as you say, is it, it's not just the level of surfing that's going on. It's the fact that it, it exists in such a robust nature that you can actually go from comp to comp to comp and just keep tuning and tuning and tuning until you're just basically flaring. So it's all ramping up at the perfect time, mate. And we wish you all yeah. the best, Mikey. Thanks, Vorno. Um, yeah, hopefully chat to you soon. Up, up the Aussies. See you soon. <laughs> you. You. Competition surfing. Rashies. This episode of Blitzed is brought to you by Rip Curl and the Searching for Tom Curran 25th Anniversary Screenings, which will be happening right throughout March in Australia and New Zealand. Man, oh man, the idea of getting to watch Searching for Tom Curran on the big screen 
with a live musical performance by TC and a Q&A afterwards with the editor of Tracks and star of Make or Break, Luke Baba Ganoush Kennedy. Oh, f- <laughs> the froth glands are pretty much at full lactation. It is a puddle of froth right now. Here are some dates for you. March 11 at the Astor Theatre in Melbourne. March 16 at the Avondale in Auckland. March 21 at the Orpheum, the Grand Old Orpheum in Sydney. And uh, the Hoda on the Gold Coast, March 23. And Warren Ponds, uh, the Reading Cinema there on March 31. There will be musical performances by TC, as mentioned. Uh, The screening of the film, which has been lovingly remastered by Sonny Miller's friend and collaborator, Derek Hoffman. And as I said, the Q&A with Tom Curran. He will be at these screenings. Oh no, this is, this is one you just can't miss. So uh, check those dates at ripcurl.com and get along to a show once in a lifetime chance to cop this on the big screen. The surfing is timeless. Tom Curran is timeless. Epic, epic stuff.